There are two big storms heading to New England this weekend. Two forces of nature. You have Hurricane Lee and you have the Florida State Seminoles. We're going to talk about both of these worrisome forces of nature on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Network. Happy Tuesday evening, everyone. On today's show, hurricanes, look at what can fix what ails BC, and looking at some college hockey. We haven't talked about them in a while. We'll get into that on today's show. Now, the big news right now, and it's, it's kind of brewing, is... There's two storms heading towards Chestnut Hill. Now, the one storm we're well aware of, that's the Florida State Hurricanes. Florida State Hurricanes? What am I saying? My God, I'm recording so late. Florida State Seminoles. Hopefully no FSU fans heard that. Florida State Seminoles are coming in. A team that just blew out a good Sunbelt team in southern Mississippi, 66-12. to they are very, very good on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball with Jordan Travis, one of the best quarterbacks, not only in the ACC, but in the country. And he has tortured Boston College the last three years. I think his first year with BC against BC, he ran the ball for 93 yards and two touchdowns. And we all remember what he did last year where BC just could not stop them and they lost big down in Tallahassee. But it's not just Jordan Travis. What makes Florida State so dangerous, why this game is, is giving me an ulcer, if you're thinking, of, well, it's not giving me an ulcer because I don't have any much stake in this game, is that this team is the most well-rounded Florida State team that BC has played in years. And I'd argue they're better than the Clemson teams BC's played the last couple of years. You've got good players all up and down this offensive offensive side of the ball. When you're looking at Johnny Wilson, a 6'7 wide receiver, who's not only 6'7, but good, he's going to be an NFL wide receiver in just a year. And Keon Coleman is one of the best transfer portal gets in the country. Did you watch that play he made against Southern Miss last week? Did you watch what BC's defense did last week? You can see where this could be going. You also added Trey Benson, their running back, who BC had no answer for last year. And you start to worry that this game is going to be a very lopsided affair. And very rightfully so, you should be worried about that. Because when you look on the defensive side, you you, you see a bunch of guys that are going to be playing in the NFL. And yeah, Boston College was well-rounded. You saw Castellanos hasn't made a ton of big mistakes yet other than running his mouth. But he hasn't played a defense like Florida State yet. He's got a kind of a crisp, you know, stat sheet right now. If you're just looking at, you know, quarterback ranking and interceptions and things like that, he hasn't made a lot of mistakes, but he hasn't had Jared Verse running down his throat or Caleb Deloach or, or any of the guys that Florida State is going to truck out there. And they're two lines deep 
on this team. This Florida State is built for a national championship, and they're playing like it right now. While BC is playing like they don't, they don't even belong at the FBS level. That's how sloppy they've been playing. But what can make this game even sloppier? What makes this game? It could take a turn into the weird zone. Is Hurricane Lee, <clears throat> which is a cat right now is a Category Three hurricane uh, in the Caribbean, and depending on what map you look at, it could hit Massachusetts. Definitely, when it hits Massachusetts, we don't know, but it looks like Saturday. If there is a hurricane happening, a bunch of things could happen. They could try to play. They could reschedule the game to another week. And I haven't looked at the schedules yet to see if Florida State and BC's off week um, matchup. Or they could play on Friday night and just try to get the heck out of here. They did that. Um, didn't they do that with Wake Forest? I think 2018, I think, was a game that I don't know if they moved it up a day or they just moved it up a lot. Um, I think they moved it up a day. Uh, but they could do something like that, which would be great for attendance for a school that's struggling with attendance. Um, but if they do play, if it's if it's just icky, sloppy football could keep this game from becoming uh, gross in another way. You, if if it's windy, if it's rainy, you're not going to have Jordan Travis throwing thirty to forty yard bombs. They're going to have to keep things tight. And from what we've heard, I mean, Jeff Halfley canceled a scrimmage on the new turf, but I've heard, I've heard buzz that it gets a little slick. So footing might be a challenge that might actually neutralize a little bit of some of the things that Florida State could do to you and not neutralize, but slow it down enough. And we're kind of at the point right now with BC where slowing them down enough might be what you're looking for. Uh, because I don't think, I mean, looking at both sides of their ball, I don't know how Boston college is going to stop stop them or get anything going offensively because Florida State is just too good. So this storm is something worth watching. And, you know, we've already had the, obviously for anyone who went last week, uh, what was it? A two and a half hour long delay because of lightning. You're going to have this. It's uh the, the, the weather gods are not being kind to Boston college right now. They are uh, saying, look, we've had enough of this too. Let's all take a break. Let's take a week off and think about things. But again, this is all early stuff. Uh, I've seen different maps for Hurricane Lee. Some of them are like, you know, the the wind and rain part is like brushing up against the coast. And, you know, Brighton and, and Chestnut Hill is like right on the coast anyways. But the timing, the where it hits, you know how weather can be. Sometimes, you you, you know, you have to wait. 48 hours to get a more accurate picture of what's going to happen. So we don't know. It's worth watching though, because for folks that are heading to Chestnut Hill this weekend, for folks uh, that are ready to watch this game, you may get washed out. You may need a parka or a, um, a poncho to make it through this matchup. You'll have to wait and see. I mean, like, you know, with, with the way things are looking, you're going to probably get rain no matter what whether it's going to be a hurricane situation, that is a complete different story. Now, I want to also tell you about Locked On ACC. Locked On ACC, if you want to check out a great podcast, it's hosted by Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Awesome podcast. If you are like in a college football mood and you want to listen to something that's not BC related after this, go check that out. I always say listen to my podcast more, but 
that's I'm a little biased here. So check out Locked On ACC. Now, passion, drive, and patient. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and light it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED hotlights, headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style – eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply this is locked on bc i'm your host aj black and we're talking about bc football again the 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 big sports going on now volleyball i want to give i want to shout out the women's volleyball team who beat sacred heart last week this team is on a roll um and they're one of the best teams on campus i don't know a ton about volleyball but I want to shout out the girls that are on that team because they have been, you know, last year they made it to what, like basically the volleyball NIT and won it. Um, and they're playing very well right now. So good, good luck to them as they continue on for a successful season. Now we're at three into game three here. And what has struck me about Boston college football to this point has been the sloppiness. Game one, it was a two-prong approach that, that led to the loss to NIU. It was penalties. They had about 100 yards in penalties and six drops. Careless mistakes. I mean, you cut down the drops to two, three, even, you win that game. You cut down the penalties, you win that game. And you figure after one game of this that you'd fix that. And to be honest... Part of it was fixed as BC did not drop a single pass against Holy Cross, but the penalties still reared their ugly heads. So heading into Florida state, a team that is a 25 point favorite, according to FanDuel, a team that I expect to be clicking on all cylinders when they play here, whether whatever the weather is going to be, how does Jeff Halfley get this, train back on track what does this team need to do to win what should be a manageable schedule after florida state there's wins out there but if you play like you've been playing if you make the mistakes that you've been making you're not going to win any of them i have no faith that they're going to win those games if they're going to play like that but they have to clean things up. They've got to get control of their locker and they got to get their emotions in check. You can't have Thomas Castellanos out there screaming and yelling and, and taunting when you're barely beating an FCS squad. Like, yeah, it's your first career start, but you're not Johnny Manziel here. You're not, you have not earned the right to, you know, talk crap about another bench or, or get in their face like that. You got to dial that stuff back. And that all is on coaching and leadership, not just the coaches, but the, the veterans on the teams too. They need to cut that down too. That I, I feel right now, I was just talking to a Florida state podcaster uh, from two, four, seven. I feel like 
The talent of this team is exactly what I said it was going to be at the beginning of this year. The only disappointment has been the defensive line hasn't been able to do things, but I still think if they play a, a more typical offense that you'll see more uh, t- uh, success out of them. What I didn't account for was how, how undisciplined and how poor the culture is on this team right now. And that has to fix. They got to get that under control. They've got to get their guys playing to win. And I, I, I look at, so let me just say something. I worry because I looked at Thomas Castellanos, uh, his Instagram page yesterday, and he, it was from a couple days ago, I think right, right after the game, but it looked like he was still taunting, but on social media and all the players are laughing at it. Like, I hope that this conversation Halfley had with his team came after that, because if this is what they did after he supposedly reamed them out, then they haven't learned a thing. Okay. When you've got, you know, I don't want to like out the guys, but there was like five teammates on there laughing at it, thinking it's funny. You hope that they've got this stuff bit because that BC is not good enough to have the 130th ranked team in terms of penalties allowed. They're not good enough to, to give up easy first downs when you don't have to do things like that. If BC wants to win, and I'm telling you, there's enough wins on this schedule to make a bowl if they can get things going. There's a lot they have to change. They've got guys, and it's not just the, the taunting and stuff. They seem flat too. Don't they seem flat? Like watching Holy Cross last week, they're bouncing on the sidelines. They're getting excited after every play. You look at BC and Mark Herzlick brought it up multiple times over the last two weeks. They look dead on the sidelines. There's people fight like against in the NIU game. It sounded like people are fighting on the sidelines. There's arguments or there's nothing at all. And they're just kind of, they're just kind of flat. This whole culture stuff can be fixed, but it's got to be fixed quick. You need to rally around your team. You need to get your leaders, your staff, getting these guys on the same page, understanding what the goal is and believing in like, you know, we always joke about it, but loving each other, feeling for each other. This has not been an issue. This flatness has not been an issue for BC in the way that this culture is kind of seemingly kind of crumbled here. That's why no one, like, honestly, like you've seen a couple guys transfer, but you have to admit after last season, you expected a lot more guys to leave and they didn't because they have a good, they had a good culture, but it seems like, I don't know what happened in this off season, but it seems to have gone away. Will they find it for Florida state? And honestly, you hope to see just some steps in the right direction there, but they need to escape from the Florida state game with that culture intact. Like, the worst thing that could happen, the last thing you want to see happen is for them to lose by a lot, which is what you know, we'll get to predictions later this week. I'm starting to think that's where it's going to happen. And then everything falls apart from there. Like, can they tough it out, get some, you know, moral victories against a very good team and get out of there in one piece? Because after this, you look at the schedule and you look at these teams you have and, and if they can get things going, if they can limit the mistakes 
and, and get things going a little bit more, maybe they can turn this season around because if they don't, it's going to get messy for a lot of people out there. And it's not just the staff, but players are going to start checking out and that's not what you want to see. This team needs a shot in the arm. They need to come out, you know, the red bandana itself might be a perfect way to get this kind of stuff to stop because it's bigger than them. As Halfley said during his press conference this week, they showed him videos. They talked about it. They know the importance of this game. The last thing that BC can do is have a, a um, very emotional, somber game, you know, with, with the Wells crowd, there stuff that goes on in the, in the videos and, and special presentations and acting like a bunch of and have the players acting like a bunch of punks out there. You can't do that in this game. And hopefully if they start to do it, Halfley benches them. I don't care if they lose 80 to 10. If, if someone's out there mouthing off or doing something lewd, get them out of the game. You have to do it. You have to set the tone. You have to be able to do that. Now in our final segment, I want to, I need a palate cleanser folks. I want to get back in and talk a little bit about um, some of our uh, friends over on the hockey team. Cause I love college hockey and I'm starting to get really pumped about it. I don't know how you're feeling. It's going to be Greg Brown's second year in Chestnut Hill. And will he be able to get BC to uh, that next level? We're going to get into all of that in just a moment. Now, Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Locked on BC, I am your host, AJ Black. We're getting closer to hockey season. And... I was just diving into the players and this season's going to be fun. I mean, if you've, if you've lapsed as a, a hockey fan, you know, the last couple of years of Jerry York and first year, Greg Brown were, were not the typical BC Eagles teams that you've been expecting and, and, and watching, um, especially during the, the middle years of the Jerry York era. But man, the, the buzz around this team is starting to get palpable. First of all, you're bringing Cutter Gothier back. Cutter Gauthier uh, was the team's leading scorer last year. He's a first-round draft pick that's um, eventually going to go to the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, and he was an excellent top-line uh, forward for you. <clears throat> but what is exciting is he is going to have a lot of talent around him this year. There are three true freshmen coming in, Will Smith, Gabe Peralt, and Ryan Leonard, who are all prolific goal scorers and are going to give BC, I think some of the most shooting power in offense they've had since the Kevin Hayes, Johnny Gaudreau days. Like these guys are all first round draft picks. 
all four of them. And it's not just me that feels that this is going to be a big thing. The Hockey East coaches also are seeing a uh, rebound from BC. Now, BC did not even finish 500 last year. Now, the Hockey East coaches had their first preseason poll, and BC was picked second, only to the Rat Dogs down Com Ave. Uh, BU, who has, I think, going to be the number one player in the country and probably the Hobie Baker um, favorite, uh, on top of their lineup. So they're, they're the favorite, but they, they by points in that poll, they weren't that far off. So it's all going to be played, you know, obviously on the ice and we'll see what happens there. But what a, what a, what a good thing to get going this season, you know, getting excited about college hockey, uh, getting Conti forum and Kelly rink packed with fans and the student section, which is always fantastic for hockey games. Um, it feels like it's been missing. You know, hockey has been a consistent part of BC's identity for decades now. Jerry York did an excellent job, and obviously there was more before him. But it feels like that excitement and the buzz like about big matchups has kind of gone away. I mean, I, I I have friends that are, you know, Lowell fans, and we used to talk you know, smack to each other and make prop bets and all that good stuff. Kind of, kind of died because BC wasn't playing all that well. Well, if things change this year, maybe this will be that little spark for the fans to get back into college sports here at BC, to get them to basketball games who uh, should have a comeback season. Who knows what happens with football, right? So second in the hockey standings, will they be able to live up to those those expectations? You know, goalie is going to be something to watch for and how their defense plays. Obviously, it'll be a big thing, too. Uh, second year with Greg Brown, uh, it's going to be a chance for him to kind of set the tone this year. Can't wait to watch it. I know you guys are too. Now, tomorrow we'll be back again, talking more stuff that's going on with this football team. We'll get into any hurricane updates, any recruiting news. And then on Friday, Mitch will come in. We'll give our predictions, talk about our picks of the week, get into all that fun stuff. Now follow me on Twitter at AJ black two, four, seven, make sure to like this video. If you are watching right now, hit the like button. Puts it all up to that YouTube algorithm so other people can find it. Does help our podcast. Doesn't cost you a cent to do it. Thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you that have made Locked On BC part of your everyday experience. You everydayers are the lifeblood of this podcast. Thank you so much. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care, everyone.